Hi, this is Derek from Atlanta. Unlike Bob, I am a former law enforcement officer, but I still enjoy listening to a practical show by a practical guy. You're listening to the Handgun World Podcast. Hi folks, this is Bob Main. Welcome to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. Episode 587 to be exact. This is Sunday, March 13th, 2022. This week, I actually have part three of questions and answers from listeners. I thought this was going to end after the first two shows, but I've been getting a lot of questions from listeners Thank you. I've been getting a lot of great feedback. Please keep it coming. So I'm going to have to turn this into part three. This show is brought to you by Keepers Concealment, the leading authorities in appendix carry. Look no further than Keepers Concealment if you like to appendix carry a handgun. Their holsters are simply the best. The training that Spencer Keepers puts out there for appendix carry is the best. If you go to their new website, KeepersConcealment.com, you'll see all of his training classes, all of the products and everything that they offer. Check them out. KC10OFF is the discount code. You get a discount 10% off KC10OFF at CCWSAFE. A little later in this episode, I'll be talking about one of the really cool benefits of having a protection program like CCWSAFE. But you can get 10% discount because Keeper's Concealment is not only a sponsor here at the Handgun World Podcast, but also an affiliate at CCW Safe. You can get a, get the uh, direct link in the show notes if you need to. Just go to handgunworld.com. So, time to get to the very first voicemail that came from Nate in Colorado. Hi, Bob. This is Nate from Colorado, long-time listener, first-time caller. I was just uh, wanting to offer up some additional information in regards to your most recent podcast episode regarding expensive guns. I'm a member of CCW Safe, and I've also been a member of uh, USCCA. And I do believe that both um, parties offer reimbursement for your firearm if it's confiscated. Doing a, during a lawful act of self-defense. So that is, I believe, that's definitely another uh, reason to get concealed carry insurance. And I think yeah, that would be a, an excellent thing to mention because that's something that would go a long way in order to get people to get more concealed carry insurance and bring them into the fold. Thank you, and have a great day. Thank you for the call, Nate. Very good point, and I'm glad that he brought it up. So I went to the CCW Safe website. I've done it several times, and I just wanted to confirm what Nate was saying. And even with the basic plan that CCW, CCW Safe has called their Defender Plan, one of the benefits 
of their de- defender plant is firearm replacement during trial. Now I have not had a chance to read all the details on it, but it, it's a it's you know it, Nate is correct. One of the benefits of having I don't want to call them insurance programs because they're not really insurance. It's legal protection for uh, concealed carriers. Insurance is kind of like, to me, it says, well, that's a reimbursement program. So that's why I don't really call it insurance because with CCW Safe in particular and some of the others out there, most of them are not insurance. They're not reimbursement. In fact, I don't think those are the best types of plans to be involved in. They're actually kind of a pre-paid or advanced paid legal service. And yeah, one of the really cool benefits is that firearms replacement during trial. Now, whether it's a complete firearms replacement permanently or if it's a firearm replacement during trial, if you are engaged in a lawful self-defense act and you have legally defended yourself a lot of people always seem to, to seem to feel that one of the one of the things that's going to happen to them and most likely will and one of the negatives is that your firearms going to be taken away now Nate is talking about the episode I did called expensive guns that was actually several weeks ago Nate I'm sorry I am late in addressing your voicemail but better late than never so people worry about that so if you worry about that if you have an expensive gun if you carry an expensive gun mine's relatively expensive my primary carry gun shadow systems mr920 elite and it's a relatively expensive gun if you're worried about that then that is one of the really good benefits of having a protection program a prepaid advanced paid protection program like CCW Safe, some of the others out there. Uh, so, excellent question, Nate, and, and it's an excellent voicemail. I'm glad you brought it up because, as you say, it is one of the benefits of having a program like this that is enabling you to eliminate that worry. It's kind of, it's a, it's a peace of mind. Not to mention the extreme cost of defending yourself after you've won the fight for your life. You win the fight for your life, right? As if it's not bad enough that you had to draw your gun. I mean, think about this, folks. I, I'm a practical guy. I, I'm an everyday guy. I'm not an ex-law enforcement. I'm not ex-military. I'm not an industry firearms expert. I'm not a gun writer. I look at this from a practical standpoint because I am just like your guy next door, like your neighbor next door. And we're having a conversation, you and I, talking about guns. And so I look at this from an everyday guy's perspective. And yeah, you know, if I if I shelled out $1,200 for a gun, for a, a concealed carry firearm, because I felt it was the best thing that I could do to help protect my life and the life of my loved ones, if I had just done that and... That was a big expenditure for me, and it is. I'm on a budget, folks. Uh, you know, to me, $1,200, that's not a drop in the bucket for me. For me, that's a major expenditure. Okay, I'm, I live on a budget, 
And I'm a big Dave Ramsey fan, as you folks know. And, you know, a lot of people think negatively of budgets. And budgets are not really a negative thing. You know what a budget is? It's, it's, it's a planning of your spending. You pre-plan. You give yourself permission to spend. A lot of people don't realize that about a budget. It doesn't mean you can't spend when you're on a budget. It means that you're pre-planning. You are giving yourself permission to spend. And you're not uncontrolled with your spending. So for me, fitting $1,200 of extra money, or let's say even $1,000, let us say even down to $900, fitting that into my budget, that was a big deal when I decided to invest in the Shadow Systems MR920. And later I was able to fit into my budget a DR920 Elite. So I have two fine handguns. And I would be pretty upset if they were gone for a long time or even gone for good because I had to use one of those nice firearms to defend my life. Of course, I'd be happy that I defended my life. I'd be happy that I'm, I'm still alive and th- that I could keep on doing this podcast and talking to you. I'd be happy about that. But to begin the process all over again, again of replacing my handgun, I have no emotional attachment to any of my guns, but I have a financial investment in them. And it's not so easy when I'm trying to plan for everything else financially in my life, in the life of my family, when I'm trying to save money for kids' college, when I'm trying to stay out of debt as much as possible, not always 100%, but as much as possible, so that when it's time for me to retire, I retire debt-free, and I'm trying to invest money trying to stay ahead of taxes and inflation, which is not too easy to do these days, is it? Man, it's unbelievable. But I'm trying to stay ahead of that so that when it's time for me to retire, I I can do it comfortably. So when I'm trying to work all that in the budget and the extreme high price of groceries and, and all that stuff and trying to keep my debt is either down to zero or as close to zero as I possibly can. It's hard. It's hard to go out and financially replace a handgun. How many of you can understand what I'm saying? You might be in that position. Some people have more disposable income than others. I don't have enough disposable income to just say, oh, guess what? I don't have my I don't have my MR920 Elite again. Eh, no problem. I'll just go drop a thousand bucks and buy another one instantly. I, I, that's not good. So having the replacement, having that replacement coverage, if you're a member of CCW Safe, for example, that that's a big deal. That's a huge benefit, especially uh, given the fact that it doesn't cost much every year to have that protection. It's a big deal. Even if you are a member of CCW Safe at one of their higher levels, like if you are in their, I believe they call it the ultimate membership. It's one of the permit plans that they have. One of the great benefits there is up to $350 a day work loss. You know, have you ever thought about that? How much income are you going to lose if you're missing time at work? How much are you going to lose if you lose your job because you're going to trial 
or because you're put in jail. Even if you're innocent, you may still get put in jail if you have to defend your life. Did you realize that? Some states, in some states, some jurisdictions, they may not be very friendly to you. They might not be. I mean, it's just, and, and until they can really have all the evidence clear-cut, let's say, let's say it's not clear-cut evidence. You were right. You were lawful in, in, in acting in self-defense, but it's not clear. You might be in jail. How long? I don't know. Three days? Five days? Ten days? Twenty-one days? Who knows? What's going to happen to your income? What's going to happen to your job? Coverages like that, it's all extremely critical. And it depends on what kind of job you have. If you have a job like me, where, you know, if I were to take three days off, probably nobody's ever going to really know. Uh, But, you know, some people can't do that. Now, if I took about a week off, I'm in trouble. I'm in really big trouble at my job. And even if they knew I took three days off, it's probably not going to be all that big of a deal. Because in my job in sales, you know, what am I held accountable for? I'm held accountable for making my sales and hitting my sales quota. That's what I'm held accountable for. I'm held accountable at the end of every month. I need to have a certain amount of sales at the end of every quarter and at the end of every year. And that's the most important thing, and that's what I'm judged on. So I'm not punching a clock at 8.30 and punching out at 5.30 or 6 o'clock. I'm not doing that. I'm not an hourly wage employee. Some people are, though. And some people work for employers where they can't do without you for very long. Sometimes they don't even want you to take a long lunch break, right? So what happened if you had to use your gun in self-defense and you were put in jail for 72 hours and you couldn't go to work? What's going to happen? So it's nice to have the financial coverage for that kind of incident if you are at one of the membership levels at CCW Safe or even some of the others. So Nate, once again... Great voicemail, and uh, thanks for calling that in. If you got any comments on this subject or any experience with it, please let me know. The voicemail number, 210-646-1727. Once again, 210-646-1727. You can email handgunworld at gmail.com, handgunworld at gmail.com. Now, this next listener actually sent me a video. That's cool. He recorded a video and he sent it to me. You're going to hear the audio portion right now. Yesterday on Facebook, check out my Facebook page, Handgun World or Bob Main on Facebook. I put the whole video on Facebook. And if you want me to send you the video link, I can do that. So just let me know. Send me an email, handgunworld at gmail.com. But I think you're going to pretty much understand the question and should be able to visualize a lot of this when you're listening. So here's the audio portion. Hey, Bob. This is Mel from Ohio. Hey, I've been an avid uh, listener of your podcast for quite some time. And uh, hey, I wanted to just kind of talk to you a little bit about uh, pocket carry. Um, I know you've had some of your podcasts uh, have, have covered that and have talked uh, about mouse guns and, and, and such things like that. 
Um, there was one thing in particular I wanted to kind of ask you about. So anyway, um, I've got two firearms here. Okay. And uh, these two firearms um, are kind of my choice for pocket carry. Um, more the LCP Max um, that came out recently uh, because it provides uh, 10 plus 1 of 380, which is in a very small and very light package. Um, I had the uh, Ruger LCP 2, um, but that was 6 plus 1, and this is basically the same size firearm in a uh, higher capacity. Uh, on top of that, you've got uh, quite usable sights with uh, this version of it. But And then the other one is my uh, P365 and 9mm. Now, the way I like the pocket carry is using the, I think it's called Boral, B-O-R-A-L-L, -L, Eagle Pocket Holster. And the way they work is like this. these back in the camera here now these are really nice because it protects the trigger it's pretty good solid on there and um, it doesn't add any more to the uh, width of the firearm and the uh, the idea behind it and it does work is that when you draw your firearm this little corner stays uh, stuck in your pocket and kind of comes off like that and it does work I've, I've practiced drawing multiple times with this and um, you do kind of have to have a little downward pull on it so that it catches the side of your pocket but it does work and uh, it, it stays on nice and solid and I really like this I really like this because it won't fall off or move off or anything but my question is, um, regardless of which one you pocket carry, when you sit down in your pocket carrying, you are muzzling someone that's either sitting in front of you or across the room at a restaurant. Um, anytime you sit down, your firearm is pointing, as you know, in your pocket, it would be pointing towards your knee and across the room. Or, you know, if you're in your kitchen table and you're eating dinner and it could be my granddaughter across the table, my wife, uh, any number of people. And um, I know you're never supposed to muzzle anybody. And I know that uh, obviously the trigger is protected. And... Um, if you don't touch a trigger, the firearm should not go off. Um, this one in particular does have a safety, although I tend not to use the safety because um, I've just gotten used to all my firearms, the Hellcat. Uh, I've got a Shadow Systems MR920, and um, so I just leave it off like this. But um, 
Anyway, uh, your thoughts, maybe I was wondering if you'd um, comment on the fact that when you pocket carry, you truly are muzzling someone across the room in front of you um, at all times. You are muzzling somebody versus having it an appendix or somewhere around your waistband where it's, you know, basically pointing down at your your body or towards the floor. Um, so anyway, that was my comment. Hey, I appreciate your channel. I appreciate the content you put out. It's uh, extremely useful, educational, and uh, very appreciated. Okay, so you have a great day, and I look forward to uh, hearing your comments uh, if you decide to uh, comment on this. All right, have a great day. Uh, again, uh, these little, uh, I'm not selling these, but I do like these. I've been using them for a few years now. Um, I find them on eBay, and um, they're about 18 bucks. All right, have a good day. Okay, Mel, thank you very much. Another great question. Thanks for recording that video. I may even put this video on YouTube, but before I get to that, again, go check out Facebook and uh, search my page on Facebook. So Mel brings up a great point about pocket carry. You know, whenever we pocket carry, it's a compromise. It's a compromise not just in the gun, but it's a compromise in the ramifications of how you carry it. And Mel is right. If you're pocket carrying and you sit down, that muzzle could be pointed in a direction where you don't want it to be pointed. Right now, I am carrying behind my strong side hip about the 3.30 position, actually pretty close to 3 o'clock, pretty close directly on my right side, and I'm carrying outside the waistband. And the muzzle of my 365 XL right now is pointed straight down to the ground. I'm sitting in a chair right now, so it's pointing at the seat of the chair, and if a bullet went through the seat of the chair, it would go straight into the ground. So my gun's pointed in a pretty safe direction right now. I want to say this. If you go watch this video, you'll see the pocket holsters that Mel is demonstrating. There are a lot of great pocket holsters out there. I use some pocket holsters by DeSantis. Uh, I also have a pocket holster that was made by my other sponsor, Concealment Solutions. There's another great holster maker. Concealment Solutions, as you know, I've talked about them for a very long time. I've been using their products. I have a Cobra outside the waistband holster right now for my P365XL. It's the way I carry 90% of the time, strong side, hip outside the waistband, all Kydex. They make some great pocket holsters as well. Check them out, concealmentsolutions.com. You get a 10% discount for using the coupon code handgun world any good pocket holster that's going to cover the trigger guard keeps the gun pretty safe from accidental discharge Mel and so in my opinion even though you are pocket carrying and even though that gun could be pointed at something or someone and you don't want it to be pointed that way that's not you know it is a compromise it's a trade-off but if you got a good pocket holster the chances of that gun being fired are, are slim to none. Now, I'm not going to say it's absolutely 100% impossible because 
you know, I, I refrain from saying that things are impossible. But let me say it's extremely unlikely if it's in a good pocket holster. And Mel, those pocket holsters you're using are very good. I would have no problems feeling that my gun is safe in my pocket in one of those holsters. So, Mel, you know, I personally wouldn't worry about it so much if it's in a good holster. Now, never ever pocket carry a gun without it being in a proper pocket holster, a well-built pocket holster, and a holster that completely and 100% covers the trigger guard. Unless the gun has some very, very serious mechanical problems, firearms don't, they don't go off by themselves. Something causes the firearm to fire a round and what causes it is when somebody or something presses the trigger. Never put anything else inside your pocket except for the gun and its holster. Never put your pocket carry gun, if you're a lady going to carry it in a purse, don't put it in a part of your purse where other things can interfere with the gun or the holster, like keys or lipstick or change or any other kind of item that happens to be in your purse or your bag that could get in front of the trigger and inside the trigger guard and press the trigger. If you have a really good holster for it, that's not going to happen. So I want to repeat that. But Mel brings up a good point here in his video that he sent to me that you just heard. The audio portion of it is, yes, the gun, I mean, you know, one of the four rules of gun safety, right? Never point your gun at anything that you do not wish to kill or destroy. Or keep your muzzle pointed in a safe direction at all times. Always know what is beyond your target. Always know your target and what's beyond it. And you can't always do that when your gun is in the pocket, especially when you're sitting down. If you're standing up, the gun's pointed at the ground. But if you're sitting down, it's pointed straight in front of you. Yep, it's one of the trade-offs. It's one of the compromises. Every way we carry, folks, is a compromise. Every way. It's a compromise of some kind. I'm making a compromise right now. Even though I have my gun in a great holster by Concealment Solutions, a Cobra holster. You know what one of my compromises is right now? Is that it's slightly less concealable than inside the waistband carry. Not much, but slightly less. Although I went all over today. I was in front of lots of people. I went to a meeting for a little while today. There was about a dozen people at the meeting this afternoon. Nobody had a clue that I was carrying my SIG P365 XL in an outside the waistband holster because that's how good these holsters are. But it's a compromise. It's a little bit less concealable than inside the waistband. Now, I always weigh the risk versus the reward. The risk of carrying 
in a little bit less concealed manner. It's not so big. Not for me, it's not. Not in my lifestyle and where I go and where I live. So the rewards outweigh the risk of carrying outside the waistband. For me, the faster draw and the more comfort that I get carrying outside the waistband, those benefits are worth the risk. Now, if you pocket carry, you're taking a slight risk in the way the gun's pointed. But you know what the biggest risk is when you pocket carry? It's hard to get to your gun. You know, a big risk is what if you need to use your gun? And you need to use it right now. Instantly. How quickly can you draw from your pocket? Especially when you're sitting down. You ever try that? You know, make sure your gun's unloaded, please. Double check. Make sure your gun is unloaded and practice drawing from a seated position while the gun's in your pocket. It's not easy. Very difficult. So there, there's the risk you take. That's one risk. And then the other risk Mel pointed out when he sent me this video that the gun is pointed in a direction that you may not want it to be pointed. But what's the reward of pocket carry? Well, for some of you listening to this, it might be that's the only way that you can get away with carrying a firearm. Maybe a Ruger LCP or an LCP-2 or LCP Max or a Car P380 like I have. Maybe that's the only kind of firearm that you could carry without being noticed, right? Any of you listening in that position? Maybe you absolutely cannot be made when you're carrying a gun. You, you could face huge, very serious consequences if, even though it's legal to carry, if you were found to be carrying, it could be a disaster. So, the only way you can get away with it is to pocket carry a small gun. Sometimes I pocket carry one of my tiny mouse guns when I'm in a business meeting that is at in a situation where it's absolutely imperative that they don't know I have a gun. Now, maybe it's legal. In fact, I don't carry a gun where it's not legal. But even though if it's legal, it may not be very practical or it could get me in a lot of trouble. So, because I don't want to be undefended, because I want to have the ultimate in protection, because maybe I value my Second Amendment rights that much, which I do. That's why I do this show, so I carry anyway. And nobody has ever noticed, ever noticed, to the best of my knowledge, that I'm carrying a gun when I'm pocket carrying one of my little 380 mouse guns. Nobody knows. It looks like a wallet. Or it looks like a relatively large cell phone. Actually, there are cell phones that people carry in their pocket that are much bigger and heavier than my little Ruger LCP-2 in a little DeSantis Nemesis pocket holster. So, man, I've, I've seen some I've seen some cell phones print in people's pockets really badly. Have you ever seen that? And there are guns that don't print that much. So keep in mind, most people don't care 
what's in your pockets. Most of them don't. They're just not paying attention. They're oblivious. They're just not paying attention. But you don't want to run the risk. And so maybe either you don't carry it all or maybe you carry a little mouse gun. It's a compromise. They're all compromises. Mel, great video. Great question. Very, very good point. Do you have any thoughts about this? Again, send me a video. Send me an audio. Send me an email. Handgunworld at gmail.com. Put something on the fa- on my Facebook page. Put a comment on there. Uh, go go to my p- Facebook page at Bob Main or at Handgun World and check it out and watch the video. Let me know what you think. So that's it, folks, for this episode. Relatively short, sweet, and to the point. I don't want to be rambling on. I value your time. Time is not a renewable asset. So I want to give you the best value for your time that I can when you're listening to this. Please remember to support me, uh, not just my sponsors, but also me as well. Um, I, I love my sponsors. They're great. I thank them so much for their support, but it's just not quite enough to keep this show going. And there's more feedback that I'm going to cover next week. Next week's not going to be only about feedback, but I am going to be talking about it. Uh, there is a couple of other emails. Alan, Alan emailed a great email to me that I want to wait till next week because it's probably going to take. It's about a very specific subject, and it's probably going to take most of the episode for me to put my comments out there. And Alan just became a Patreon member too, so thank you very much, Alan. Thank you for your support. Uh, if you'd like to support me, you can do it for as little as three dollars a month on Patreon patreon.com slash handgunworld if you want to support me and Ben Branham at the at the uh, Modern Self-Protection podcast you can become a Shooters Club member we have over 90 videos on the Shooters Club I've got like 15 or 16 videos on Patreon I got some exclusive interviews and podcasts on Patreon both websites actually so shootersclubmembers.com or patreon.com slash handgunworld and that would be great if you could support me that way. And, of course, you don't have to spend any extra money, but you can shop on my Amazon affiliate link. Go to handgunworld.com. Click one of the products in my Amazon store. Even if you don't want to buy that product, take a look at it, and then keep doing your shopping on Amazon. That'll help me out as well. I do have some good products on my Amazon store. It's products that I actually use and recommend, so... Check those out. I think you'll like those. Well, having said all that, um, I thank you for listening. And thank you for watching the video if you watched it. That's it, folks. Shoot straight. Shoot safe. Read your Bible every day. And I will talk to you next week.